The crack of musket fire resounded through the clouded sky. Hailstones the size of goose eggs pelted the cobbled thoroughfare as people ran for shelter. Thunder clapped, and an onslaught of shouts and shrieks echoed nature's vehement warning. Honor Metcalf sank to her knees in a puddle of quilted petticoats and twall. Her mitted hands encased her head, vying for protection against the artillery of hail and confusion. Miss Metcalf, Miss Metcalf. A muffled voice reached her ears, and she dared peek at the one towering over her. Blue eyes, those eyes, flashed concern, then vanished as a dark cloak enveloped her. Strong arms scooped her up, pressing her against the firm chest of her rescuer. Honor could scarcely make out the blur of damaged brick and clapboard as Joshua Sutton's long strides carried her away in haste. Glazed windows popped, and shards of glass flew as hail continued to wreak havoc on shops and offices. Fallen birds littered the street amidst the frozen ammunition. Lightning flashed, and Honor squeezed her eyes shut, willing away the shrill neighs of horses and the cracking of the icy brimstone beneath carriage wheels. The pair entered through a heavy wooden door into a dimly lit foyer. Mr. Sutton rested Honor upon a long bench and stooped beside her. With trembling hands, she pushed back her taffeta calash. The boned, collapsible bonnet provided some measure of protection from the torrent, but what would protect her from him? How do you fare, Miss Metcalf? Mr. Sutton asked. Honor's heart pounded much the same as Mr. Sutton's had, as she hovered against his chest. Her eyes darted around the room before her frightened gaze locked on his. Darkened and dampened by the storm, his hair spread wildly about his shoulders, and his ocean-blue eyes awaited her answer. Miss Metcalf, I asked if you are well. The edge in his voice lifted her out of the fog, and she rubbed her temple. Mr. Sutton? I, I am well enough. Where, why are we here? Honor glanced at the small leaded glass window, a piece of golden glass missing from a corner, and other sections cracked. I found you in the street getting pummeled by hailstones. We took shelter here in the meeting house. Thunder rolled again, and Mr. Sutton's eyes shot toward the door. How long will it last? Her younger sister was safe at the dame school, or so she hoped. That only the Almighty knows. He surveyed her, as if assessing a length of cloth. Are you certain you are uninjured, Miss Metcalf? I am. I must go. She attempted to rise, but a wave of dizziness overcame her. Please, rest for a moment. You cannot go back out there. His mouth drew into a line. Perhaps we should pray. Surely I did as you carried me here. A warm blush rose on her neck. I prayed as well. Then we shall trust the good Lord for the outcome, shall we? After all, we have found refuge in his house. The corners of Mr. Sutton's eyes crinkled with reassurance. Honor replied with a simple nod and regarded his kind face. It is you who are injured, Mr. Sutton. She extended her hand toward his bruised cheek, 
and retreated. He instinctively found the bruise on his cheekbone and felt his temple. A trickle of blood mixed with rainwater streamed down the side of his face. He looked at the blood on his hand and shrugged. Tis nothing. Perhaps some fever tea will help. You might as well have been lambasted by rocks thrown by town delinquents. If your head hurts, as mine is beginning to, it will take more than tea, I fear. The tea would warm me more. It hurts little. The corner of his mouth curved.